for the Series 7 exam, the Series 6 exam, the Series 63, the 65, the 66, the SIE exam. All the FINRA exams and NASA exams come here for some help with it. Now, before I get started and into the live, hey, how are you? Um, that's great. I'm glad to see you here. So let's get into this a little bit. Let's start with um, what so if you, the number one question I get all the time is, what do I do if I'm taking the test tomorrow? So as I say, get the hell off my live. If you're taking it tomorrow, I don't want you on here. Good luck, vibes, congrats, snaps. We're going to do it. Get some sleep. Get off here. Now, if you're taking it tomorrow, you're done. You're studied. Go get some sleep. Get you know, Do whatever you have to do to relax. Glass of wine, smoke a J, whatever it is. Okay? Back massage, whatever. Now, the next step is if you're taking it after tomorrow, like say two days from now. Tomorrow, don't take any tests really. If you want to do little quizzes, maybe, but nothing big, nothing taxing. Spend the day adding knowledge. Okay? Just spend the day throwing just watching videos watching my videos reading the book reading some like the crunch and facts or if you have notman the key topics or if you have kaplan the tips and tricks all these little things i think achievable has a cheat sheet too i'll have to look that up i think they do now if you're so that's good for tomorrow and the day after now if it's beyond that what you want to do is you want to take if you're within 10 days you want to take finals every day in the morning try to match the time you're taking on the exam if you can to get the same biorhythms and all that Zen crap, okay? Try to do that. And then every day after you take it, review it in detail, right and wrong answers. Review everything, not just the wrong answers. Review everything in any section you do bad on, either reread, watch a video, or take a quiz on to do it to, to get that score up. That's your thing. But leading up to that, you want, remember, when you start studying, and if you're just starting now, you want to make sure that you read the book fully. I don't care what test it is. Read the book cover to cover, no tests, no questions. No, no, uh, no highlighting. Screw the highlighting. No notes. Just read through it. If you want to go through the second time and take notes, that's fine. But we like progress. We want to get through. So those are your plans for taking it. Literally, that's what it is. Taking it tomorrow. Stop. Get off here. Taking it beyond tomorrow. No test the day before. But every day, but the day before, you're taking finals every day. But you don't need to take finals for a month, like ten days. You want to do chapter quizzes and like attack the week stuff up until ten days out, and then every day. And watch videos and read. I think that works. Now, there's a lot of free stuff. Remember, you're not alone. There's not. There's a lot of free stuff in here. There's a lot of free stuff. I have my Facebook group, which is Finder Exam Prep with Capital Advantage Tutoring. Then we also have Series 65, 66 Exam Prep. I have almost 5,000. I mean, it's ridiculous. I looked up. It's like 2,200 active people in there. We have a chat for every class, every class test, right? So you can go in the room and see the big stuff. And then get help from me and Michael Weiss and a couple other tutors. By the way, Michael Weiss, great tutor. Check him out at series7examtutor.com. Also, um, I have I, I do it at series7exam.org. Okay. Um, you can if you if I'm too expensive and Michael's too busy, which he's pretty busy, I have other tutors that are newer. Good. They're just newer and they're cheaper. Okay. I can help you out with that. If you need the 79, I got a guy Joe out in California, but he's booked up constantly. It's crazy because he's that good. I'm trying to get him to get somebody else. Um, to, to to back him up. Now, you have that. We also have every my membership thing. So every Friday night we meet at 6 o'clock, I do the 65-66 class, even the 63. At 7 o'clock, I do the Series 7. And then at 8 o'clock, I do the options. It's an options-only class. We call it the happy hour because people drink, have wine, and we go to like 8.30. We start at 8, we go to like 9.30 sometimes, unless I have to go. Um, it's every Friday night, Eastern time. Those are in my memberships. So on the membership, if you go into the group, if you go onto my video, there's a little button that says join. Also, if you like my shit, hit like, subscribe, and share this shit, okay? See what happens. Maybe it works. Okay, so now, um, hit the join button, and there's four choices. 
There's the cheap one, which is just watching old membership videos of these classes. I record them and post them sometimes. Then the next level up is 20 bucks a month. Now, remember, do this on a laptop or desktop, because if you do it on, um, on an iPhone, Apple sometimes likes to jack 30% on. So we don't want to do that. Um, $20 a month is just my options videos. Now, my options are crazy, okay? I, they're different than anyone else's. You can use T-charts if you want. I don't, okay? I think my options are off the fucking chart. They're game-changing, totally different, very visual, like common sense. So you kind of understand what's going on. You know the bull there, the break-even, everything. Um, that's for 20 bucks a month to get access to all my videos on options. It's only options. Everything else is free. Anything else I do other than the classes and the options is free. I put however many videos on there. Now, the next step up is 25 bucks a month, which means you get everything below it. You get the once a week, seven class, plus the options, plus the replay of the videos. Then you go up even higher, the 50 bucks a month. That's the option class, the series seven class. And the options, videos, and then the membership replays. Okay, that, so if you think about it, we meet every week, pretty much. I'm even doing not Christmas, the Christmas Eve, Eve right? Um, every Friday we meet, and once in a while it'll be a Sunday if I have something going on Friday, but it's either Friday or Sunday. I don't like Sundays because I finally get to see football. Okay, now, hey, how are you? What's up? Hey, congrats! That's awesome. Now, um, if you haven't noticed, this isn't live. I'm, I'm recording this, right? You you did figure that out, right? I'll be live in a second. Just as soon as I get this shit out of the way. Now, if you think about it, paying 50 bucks a month if you're doing options, okay? That means you're meeting two times a week, which is eight lessons, which is what? Six bucks a lesson. It's pretty cheap. I, I think so. I'm selling myself cheap. Okay. Anyway, those are all the things. If you also, um, what other? So also, check out Susie Rhodes at Passmaster. You can check out Brandon Riff over at Basic Wisdom. You can check out uh, Brian Lee at Teske. You can check out Dean Tinney. On this beautifully warm summer day, I'm gonna give you a little information on how to study for the exam. First of all, read the fucking book. You gotta read the book, okay? If you try to just do questions, you're gonna end up coming to me or another tutor and spending a lot of money. Read the damn book. Can't say that enough. Get through it one time. Don't take a lot of notes, unless you're a really good note taker. But if you take, the, if you take a lot of notes, what's gonna happen is you're gonna sit there and take forever to finish it. Get through the book one time, one time at least. Try to get the big picture. Options, maybe you gotta do a couple times through practice exams. But then just start taking quizzes on each chapter. Each chapter, take 10 to 15 questions on each chapter. Anything you get less than a 75 on, reread the chapter or that section, whatever it is. It's time consuming, but you gotta do it. Then once you're passing all them, then start finals. Finals, doing finals is not studying. Doing finals is to find out where you're weak. That's not a form of study. Yes, you're gonna get advice from people to say, just take a lot of tests. You know what? You don't meet the 50% of people who fail doing that because you're now doing something else. This job takes that kind of dedication. You need to read, quiz, and then study. If you need help with options, go. Either hire me, hire someone else, talk to people, or I have a bunch of videos on YouTube that will help you, okay? Now, after you do, if you've done all the quizzes and the finals, every time you do a quiz, do a quiz, after, do a quiz, reread the chapter. Once you get to the finals, take a final. Then the lowest two sections, reread those chapters. It's testing and reading, testing and reading, both of them together. I'm going to repeat that. That's my fucking mantra. You got to read the book. If you don't, you're going to have a problem. Also, don't look for which vendor mimics the exam. None of them do. 
Very few. You're going you're gonna to hear from people, oh, Kaplan does, STC does, Achievable does. None of them do. You may get lucky on a few, but that's not what it's about. You're not trying to mimic the test. Yes, that'd be great. If I could write a bunch of questions that looked like the exam, I'd be a millionaire, okay? Instead of just a hundred air, okay? So no one does it. There's not one vendor. And FINRA is super aggressive about not letting people mimic the exams. They sued training consultants like 10 years ago because your questions are so damn close. Nobody wants to do that. And the Roman numeral stuff, yeah, people do Roman numerals because it's easy to write questions that way. If somebody asks me to write questions, if I have to do the ABCD ones, I, I could probably do like 10 questions an hour. You give me Roman numerals, I can probably bang out 30 questions an hour. Maybe, maybe less, but a lot more because Roman numerals are easier to write and that's why they have a lot of them. I want you to treat the tests as a way to test your knowledge, not to mimic the exam. The more you know, the easier it is. Follow me on YouTube. I got a bunch of stuff. Live Q&A every Tuesday and Thursday nights. Let's pass this fucker. Good evening, FINRA takers. How are we doing? I hope we're doing well. It's a Tuesday night. It's a rainy Tuesday night in Joyzy, and that's about it. I got my dogs barking at me, wanting to go outside, but they have to wait till I take care of you guys. Okay, I see some good news. I saw some really good news as I was sitting here reading the chat, which is fucking awesome. So, Jacob Jacobson. Bam! Nailed it. Gone. Done. Never have to do this shit again, baby. Boom. He is done. 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 Gone. He is disappearing. Out of the... He is now a ghost. I'll never see him again. I'm pushing him out of the nest. He's going to nail this thing. I am so happy for you. Jacob Jacobson. That's awesome. John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith is our next one. I love it. That's awesome. And look at this. We got the next one. Hodel. Hodel, 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 hold it, baby. Hodel. Boom, boom, boom. I fucking love it. That is boom. I'm going to see if I can go the whole night without getting demonetized. Never leaving. That's all. Stay with me. You're going to, guys, don't forget to check out my shit on TikTok, too. I got some stuff over there. It's all the shorter videos. I don't do the long ones on there. I do all the short ones on there. Okay. Let's get into it. Stephanie he Stephanie Heads from Cali, baby. Okay, now, let me get up to you. Where are you? Okay, George, Jorge, Jorge Aixi. Okay, okay, the third. George Jaxi, the third. Okay, Jorxi, the Jarxi, Jarxi. Okay, Jarkezi, maybe. Okay, um, you, you, need to, you don't need to know the indexes. You don't need to know them all. Just if you've heard of it, the RevDex, right? So if you've heard of the RevDex, okay. Well, let me get this up front. The RevDex is all about revenue bonds. The the 11 bond, Nick, I would take the nine first. Get that out of the way because that's the one that scares everyone. I want to get this up and running. What if I could do it that way? Hmm, let's find out next time. Do not need help with my camera. And start summary, baby. Okay, good. Okay. Now. Um, look, I haven't seen a lot of questions on it. If anyone's on here, if anyone has seen it, let me know. I, I don't think I've seen any where they really go into your, into the questions. I don't, I haven't seen it. Recording stopped. Um, they may, but just remember the rev is for revenues <clears throat> and the 11 and 20 bond index are for geo bonds. 
That's it. The vendors love to go into the nitty gritty on that shit, but I've never seen a question where they ask you whether they're AAA rated or AA rated. So I go, I always think the 20 bond index is the A rated ones, and then the 11 bond indexes are the best, so they're AA rated. <clears throat> Stephanie, we're, boom, I love it. Ashley, hope we're doing it. How are we feeling, Ashley? We should be feeling good. Oh, there we go. Uh, is that for, oh, you didn't, yeah. Okay, you can breathe. You didn't read the last chapter. Oh, but at least you passed. I'm glad you read the book, at least. That is awesome. You definitely get, let's see if I can get myself from getting demonetized. Little fireworks action. Let me get back to the chat, baby. Okay, that is awesome. I'm so happy for you. The 11th, baby. So we got, I can't even count anymore because it's a, um, am I muted? I'm not, I hope I'm not muted now. I know when I close my screen out, I am. Oh. Ashley, I know. Once you get the straddles and spreads. Guys, that's why I push my option stuff so much. Once people start getting the options down, they feel so much better. Thank you. Oh, I'm not muted, right? You can hear me, right? Okay, good. Should I just keep yelling? Okay. Boom. Okay. No, wait. No, big deal. no Chris probably just didn't hear me at all. I'm just fucking around. <clears throat> so what happens is, you know what? I think when I was opening the... um. Oh, I know what happened. When I was opening the um, Zoom, that's what happened. Okay. Okay. Now, 11th, we got this. Once you guys get the options down, once, uh, sorry for yelling, guys. Okay. Once you get the options down, um, you feel so much better about the test, right? And again, for the 65, 66, and the SIE really doesn't matter, or the six, but when you have the seven and you're worried about it, once you once you feel about options, Chris, go in and out, maybe switch to your phone. Maybe turn your AirPods off. Maybe turn the Bluetooth off. Okay. Maybe it was a little bad before. Okay. We're going to get this, George. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. George, you're going to be ready. You're going to nail this thing. I know you are. Cheers. Okay. Um. Okay, no, yeah, you're probably you're probably okay as long as you're not taking. Hopefully, they're not taking it tomorrow, Mike. But go over. Um, just maybe reread the uh, the uh, or even watch my videos on the mutual funds and the annuities and the communications. Bump those up. Make sure those are solid, and I think you'd be fine. Okay, Nick, I would um, Jerkezi. God, thank you, Jerkezi. That works. It's more fun to fuck with the names a little bit. Okay, <clears throat> Monday. Okay, you got time. Work on the. Start watching the videos on the mutual funds and annuities, uh, Michael. Okay. If I had to take the 910, I would take the 9 first because everyone's always worried about um, the options. That Really, okay? every uh, That's the whole thing. Everyone's worried about the options. See, there you go. So, so here, Chris. So someone in the car is outside yelling. Like, if you, that's what happens. My driveway wraps. I have a wraparound driver in my house, right? So my office is in my driveway is right here, like right behind this wall, okay? And, um... If I'm if I'm on Bluetooth, if I'm on my thing and I'm talking, all of a sudden I lose them because it's my because my ki- my wife or my kids are driving in and all of a sudden they're picking it up and it's like and they're like can and they 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 honk and then I know to get off of it. It's very funny. Okay, okay. Um, I would take the nine first because people freak about options, even though it's not that bad. Remember something. Here's the mistake a lot of people take on the nine or the four, which is like the same exam. Um. 
they focus so much on the math, they forget the regs. Remember, a lot of this test is more the regs than just the math. And when you get to the 10, I have that MSRB playlist, which I go through all the G rules and make them not boring. Okay. Jennifer, I saw you texting me or emailed me. Okay, hold on. I'm taking the SIE on Friday and have been using training consultant study. I have been getting 670 on Friday. Okay. Last minute tips help me get over 70%. Take it on Friday. You're in good. Here's the thing. You're 6570 on training consultants. Okay. Um, if you have time, anarchy, anarchy, baby. Okay. Isn't that from like Hamilton? Anarchy. Okay. So now um, I think you got to go. Your best bet is find my crash course stuff, right? I have a crash course playlist, but you got to make sure you get the investment risk down and what the register rep can and can't do. That is so important. And if you can, my videos covered it. It'll probably be better than training consultants does. But go, go on my, go on my channel, which you know where it is because you're here. Um, go on my channel and find um the thing that says practice finals. The first four are exams. The first one that says seventy five questions is very closely worded like the exam. So go take that and try for, and go for that and see how or see what happens. I think that'll help you a lot. <clears throat> And, and get a lot of fucking sleep and keep reading. Um, The VU, right, baby? Everyone goes with the VU, right? Isn't that the one we want? The VU that just buy it and fucking hold. As they say, right? The S&P 500, do the VU and and then lose your password. Dump as much as it can in and lose your password. Leave it where you can only put money in and lose your fucking password and never look at it again. I'll go over again. Not heavy on any of these exams, but I'll do it anyway. Um. Do the vu, do the vu, do, do, oh, vu, do, do the vu, vu, do, right? Um, go do that, fucking dump money and then forget about it for 30 years and go, oh my God, I got a million bucks. Do that. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now, remember, as, look, this is the thing, even on the exam, your best bet is just buy and fucking hold. Like, I, luckily, I, I play the game a little bit. I try not to, but I do, because I worked on it. I ran a, I ran a day trading desk, a prop trading firm for like, for like five years and you get that in your head you want to wrap you want to trade around your position which is just so stupid just buy and hold because i um george will work on that now um so you when you're about to buy something just buy and hold it don't like what i try to do sometimes i think oh it's going to go down and i'll sell it and then try to back when it's lower that doesn't always work right so i try not i try not to do it anymore but i did it with fucking nvidia because nvidia started going down i dumped all my shares and then right when they, they were shitting on it so much, they were absolutely destroying NVIDIA. And it dropped like 30, 40 points, right? Because everyone's talking about bad the earnings went. I go, you know what? They're shitting on it so much, it has to be good news. So I bought it. I bought like five shares at 670. And now it's at 800. Ba-boom! Like two days later. I fucking love it. That doesn't happen a lot. Don't play that game. I just got lucky. Okay. Okay. Reg M. Think of M for manipulations, okay? Reg M, Okay. Oh, funny, George. Okay, now. No, it's, it should be VOO. VOO. It's, it's a Vanguard S&P 500. Consistently up. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, now. There's a couple dips, but it matches the index. Okay, so now. <clears throat> I did not see BMR. I have to look at it. Okay. Um. Okay. Why, yes, uh, um, yes, I do. Nick, Nick Kitchen, I have two things. Well, I don't, remember, there's not a lot of exceptions. Find my two videos. 
the um the series 63 cheat sheet that box that cheat sheet box and then right after it it's a can i sell security exempt security versus in transaction that'll help back to this regam let me go back to regam demolition duel how are you from india long way it's like morning there right okay so now, <clears throat> i don't know I have no fucking idea what time it is you wake up to me that's boom ask them as long as they're and finance related as long as they're financial if not you're, you're you're getting bumped out of here but that's okay now reg m is for manipulation of secondary offerings so there's like five levels there's 101 102 103 104 105 for these exams other than the 57 okay so reg m 101 it, overall it's like this it's preventing underwriters or people involved in the deal from buying the stock prior to the offering. So when we do a secondary or an additional offering, what happens is we price it. <clears throat> we price it at another, at a, like in like four or five days from now based on the last sale. So the risk is that people involved in the deal will buy stock to push it up to make the price higher artificially to get more money. So they prevent anyone involved in the deal. Boom. Awesome, Jacob. I love it. Um, <clears throat> it's like 465 a share, right? Okay. So now, um, but you can buy other things if they're cheaper, but that works. Okay, so now, Nick, I appreciate it. Boom, I love it. Now, <clears throat> thank you very much. Now, 101 says anyone, any underwriter cannot buy shares of the deal up to a certain days before. 102 means the issuers and selling shareholders. Like if Microsoft issued new shares or Bill Gates did, they couldn't buy the shares before the offering because they'll push it up. 103 allows you to be a market maker as long as, you, as, as long as you act passive. If you want the deeper dive, I have the video on it. 104 allows stabilizing, right? That means the underwriter can stabilize the issue and hold it there after the offering to hold it up there. And then 105 is for short sellers. It's saying anyone who shorts the shares, anyone cannot buy the shares in that deal if they do it five days within five days. So if the offering's on Thursday, all the way back to Friday, you cannot, you're not short the shares and get shares on the deal. If you want to buy shares in the market, you're fine. But the whole point of Reg M is to prevent manipulation of an additional offering, not IPOs, additional offering and secondary markets. Okay, good. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you that um, once you have the straddles and spread down, and then if you get the hedging down, you're going to feel rock solid for that test, kid. Okay. Eh, boom. Okay. I just feel bad, Chris, that probably somebody in your car is listening to me yell and curse. Yeah, you want that's the best thing. You want to take it, right? Okay. I am Marie. I am getting ready to take the Series 7 again. I failed with a score of 68. Okay. Okay. Marie, uh, Marie that's awesome. I absolutely can help you. So did Ad Marie. Okay, so now... Um, I see a, ba a bad chat behind me, so I'm going to address that in a second. So, um, Marie, that's I'm happy to help you. You got so close. If, here's the thing. Without having to hire me, and I'd love to work with you, I, I want – look, I'm a greedy bastard. I want every fucking dime you guys have, but I want it fairly. I want to earn it. I don't want it, I don't want charity. I don't want to take it. I want to earn that shit. So that's why I do the pay – so that's why I do the, <clears throat> the Friday night playlist and all that stuff, the Zoom groups, the Zoom classes, all that stuff. Now – Marie, the best way right now to get started on the options, if you don't like the options the way the T-shirts are, which a lot of people don't, some people do, it's fine, it's all good. Um, go, 
go to my join button and join the, the $20 membership. Don't do it on your phone because they check 30% because Apple's a greedy bunch of bastards. And by the way, I don't hate Apple. They're greedy. That's why I buy their shares because they're greedy. They make money, right? Okay. So <clears throat> go hit the join button. The $20 one, options only one. Watch, find my options math playlist, work through it, and it's going to help you a lot. Margin is a fucking joke on the test. And again, I'm happy to meet with you. You can join this, this as a one-on-one. We can do the Friday night Zoom classes. That, that's, you know, 25 bucks a month. It's super helpful. Um, if you want the options class too, on top of that, it's 50 bucks a month. But there's a lot of ways to do this shit without paying too much. Okay. <clears throat> I can actually help you. Okay. So I'm coming to SEC for found twice. Okay. Um, so from Kaplan and STC, I have to find twice. I've reread the both books. I was scoring high 80s in Kaplan. I'm starting exams on STC. Okay. So why don't you just, just you start to memorize the Kaplan stuff, right? Okay. So get on the STC right now. No advice. Just you do the test. Hope you read the book. I hope you did you read the STC? Oh, yeah. You read, reread both books. Just do chapter quizzes of the progress exams first. Do those first. Then, then once you're passing those, anything under 70, reread. And then work on the rest. And I think I have a couple options questions coming up. But um, <clears throat> so just, and then once you pass on those, then you start on the finals and then we'll nail it. But make sure you're not memorizing. That's why I'm saying, make sure you're not memorizing. Join study groups, the Facebook group we have. I mentioned it in the preamble thing, right? Um, they're really super helpful. They go, they join study groups and then you see other vendors. You get to talk about stuff because a lot of people are doing this shit alone, right? That's why I did this four years ago. Not to make fucking money, not to be a fucking social media fucking creator. I was doing it literally because people were stuck alone and they couldn't, they had nobody to talk to. And I figured, you know what? They, they shut down the exams for six weeks. I couldn't really teach that much. I was. So I really ramped it up and did two times a day. I said, until COVID was over, I do two times a week and I never stopped. <clears throat> so it's really just about trying to get people in advance to get with others. And that's the problem. If you're alone, you feel like I'm a dumbass and you're not. You're just suffering. You, I found out a lot of people feel better when they come to this chat just live because they see other people are struggling the same way they are and they go, oh, I feel better about it. Okay. Okay. Just need help staying on track using achievable. Okay. <laughs> Marie, that's fucking great. Okay. Look, just to fucking on it, right? Okay. You want it? You want me to yell at you? Fucking A. Get the fuck on it. How hard could it be to stay with Achievable? Do nine minutes at a time, you lady. Okay? Let's get on it. Step up. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and let's get going. So here's the deal, love. <clears throat> They're written for tw for nine minutes. They have like nine to ten minute reading things. Read that. Then do a quiz. Then read that. And here's the other thing. You've heard of the Pomodoro method, right? They've changed it up a little bit. Instead of just taking a real break. Take your fucking phone and, by the way, this offsets kind of what I'm about to say, but it's very, the, what's great about Achievable, it's optimized for the phone, which means, boom, okay? Yes, uh, Achievable works on your phone. They don't do apps, so they don't pay, they, have, they don't have to pay fucking Apple. But it, if you download it onto your, if you get onto your phone and you access the website, boom, I put a thing on there. It is awesome. It is absolutely optimized to be used on the phone. It is absolutely beyond awesome. Okay, I think I just let somebody into the group because somebody applied after I said it. Okay. Okay, now, so here's what the here's the Pomodoro method. Go take your phone, set a 20-minute tire, throw it out the window. No, put it in another room. Leave it in the other room. When the timer goes off, just read for the 20 minutes or whatever it is. Don't stop because you know you're going to get your phone. Then when the 20 minutes go off, you know, then scroll for two or three minutes. 
then set another 20, go back in. Yeah, you take breaks every 20 minutes. This way you stay on track. And here's the thing. This is what I want, imagine. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I want you to come on here and tell me what you did. That's your thing. Every Tuesday and Thursday, you're coming on here and you're and you're reporting what you did. And I want you to be brutally honest. And if you say, I didn't do anything, I promise I won't judge you. Yeah, I'll fucking judge you a little bit. But I want you to, this is to keep you accountable. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I want a report of how, you, how the past four or five days went. That's your job. Okay. And if I don't get it, I'm going to boot you off my channel <clears throat> every Tuesday and Thursday. Unless you come on and say, I can't make it. I'm busy. I have a date or whatever it is. Then it's fine. <clears throat> That's your goal. You got to stay on track. By the way, guys, just in case you're wondering, I, this is my favorite saying. Hey, Google, play the latest episode of Blue Collar Finance Podcast. I always got to do that. I have fun because always somebody goes, hey, that started my Google. Okay. Jennifer from San Diego. Stay classy, San Diego. Okay. I'm taking the Series 7. And okay. I have a month of study and take the exam. You want to be getting 70. If you're in Kaplan, you want to be seven, like 70s and higher is okay. With STC, you want to be mid-70s. Okay. Okay. Jeff, great question. Okay. Okay. Now, do you always subtract the premiums on a spread? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you subtract the premiums from each other. How do we know that, Jeff? Because a spread is, remember, bed spread. The girl Tina, and I wish I could give her real credit for it. Tina always said, use bed spread. BS, right? So if you see a buy and a sell, you're always subtracting something. And when you see a buy and a buy, or a, so remember, a buy and a buy or a sell and a sell, you add. So remember, same you add, different you subtract. And a spread is a buy and a sell. So yes, you're fucking subtracting. And then you're adding that number to the call. The lower call, or you're subtracting it from the higher price. And on a straddle, you add them because there's two buyers and two sells, and then you add that total to the call and subtract it from the put, baby, and there's your break-evens. Remember, only straddles have two break-evens. Spreads have two strikes. Straddles have two, two break-evens. Okay. Okay. Johnny boy. Johnny boy. Okay. I have a I, – here's the thing. Instead of worrying about this – I have a video that says it's a Series 7 dump sheet. Go find it. If you type in Google Series 7 dump sheet, it'll show up. The other thing is find my Series 7 crash course. That's all the last-minute stuff. That's like 10 videos that are all fucking gold, okay, if I say so myself. I'm biased. Or should I say I'm based because it's true. Um, the other thing is, remember, this. everyone taking the 7. What is the last – I'm going to ask. This is my chapter. This is my pop quiz. What chapter, what topic do you have to read – if you've all been paying attention, what's the last thing you read before taking the seven? Yes. If you're going to create a cheat sheet, boom. Okay. Um, oh, for the crowdfunding, you might need the, the 82 or the seven, but okay. Um, but everything on the cheat sheet, I would say, yeah, I would say once you, remember, they won't let you do it during the tutorial time. But once you hit yes, don't do your dump sheet, then boom. Okay. Okay. Short. Uh, that's funny. George is crazy. Okay. Now, short. Um, Ricky, that's awesome. Ricky Jarbeck, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yes, baby. I love it. Everyone's paying attention. The last thing you read before you take the damn test, the seven or the six, customer accounts. Boom. Yeah, I, I think the 82, I think the 82 is private placements. I can't remember. Is that, is the Series 82 private placements? I got to check. I think it might need the seven. Private securities offering. Um, I don't know if that's Reg CF. Let's see. Hold on. 
that's crowdfunding. Nope. Doesn't say. It's a great question. I don't know if I think you might need the seven for it or this. It, you might need the 82 because I don't know that's crowdfunding. I don't know if it's considered private or not. I will look into it and figure it out. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Now, so short and ABC 50 call at six and long and ABC of 50 put at eight. So this is a put spread. Okay. Boom. Put spread. Okay. That's a put spread. And what you can do is since it's a buy and a sell, you're going to subtract. So 8 minus 6 is what? 2. 8 minus 6. We're not going to fucking fail. Okay, now, 8 minus, and if we do, it's it's a 30-day problem in a 20-year career, people. So 50 minus, so, ah, so we have 50. So it's a 2. So the break-even is going to be 52 because you add to the call. And if it's a puts, oh, wait, wait a second. Oh, this is, this is nothing. Short what okay, short of 50 called six and long of 50 put. So this is both bullish. There's not really a strategy, my man. But I gotta think it'll probably be 52. I'm not gonna figure it out because it's not on there. Uh, because I'm not gonna do the math on this right now, because I'd have to figure I'd have to do some real math and embarrass myself. Um <clears throat> boom. Short, I was looking at it so it as a spread, but it's not. It's really two bullish things, right? So you spent two. So if it goes above 50, you lose your money. Let me think about this. I'm going to work on it after the chat, and I'll work into it, George. But there's no way they're asking that question on the test because it's not a real strategy. That is a, um, what do you call it? That is a synthetic long position. Oh, no, it's synthetic short positions. You're actually bearish on both, right? I'm reading it. It's fucking 9 o'clock at night. Okay. I didn't happen with the BMR. I think we did this, right? Find my 63 creed sheet. Okay. Demolition duel. I didn't see a question yet. But oh, here we go. Okay. Again, George or Casey, they're on there, okay? Um, they are on there, but not deep. Fundamental technical is more about none, like knowing what's on the balance sheet versus the income statement. No PE ratio, no earnings per share, no dividend payout ratio, and know the difference between fundamental technical. That's the biggest ones. Okay. Let's see. Abdulli, Abdullahi, hold on. Don't be devastated. Let's say I bought a stock at 120 and put a stop loss at 115. Let's say the price falls out and came to 113. Um, the oh, so okay. You bought stock at 120 and put a stop loss at 115. Let's say race falls down to 113. Here's the thing: the only way that you can't be still in it if you did a stop limit, okay, or if not enough is traded, right? Because there are some stocks that don't trade enough. So maybe only a you know like there's not a, there's no bids right. The only way that a stop loss can't be elected if it goes there <clears throat> is if one you put a stop limit on it and then that's why. Or there's not it, it didn't really trade right because maybe on an odd lot traded. So if it's trading at one thirteen, it means it should have traded and it should have traded at the next price no matter where it is. And if it's not very liquid, it should be down. Um, if it's not very liquid, it should be down like five ten points. Okay, Abdullahi. Okay, listen, it's it's a oops, hold on. Where are you? There we go. Okay. Yeah, Johnny Boy, I got videos on that fuckers. Okay. That is literally the question I get us all the time, and that's why I did the video. But I'll get into it. Okay. 
when I get to it. Fail the, don't Abdullahi, don't sweat that too much. Okay, seriously, don't sweat the um how far behind am I? Man, I'm only 15 minutes behind. Don't sweat it's fail. If you as long as you get another chance, look, lots of people fail this shit the first time, right? Okay, they do, okay. That and it's a 30 days of your life, right? So so think about this: the 30 days is both a long time and it's a short time. It'll end quick, I promise you. So if you go, if you fail the exam, okay. Take a day or two to just relax and cry and tell everyone that you failed and all. get it all over in one day. Then take your two days off. Go, you know, do whatever you have to do to relax and then go back to just reading the book. That's the thing. Just go back to reading the book. Do something. Okay. Read the book cover to cover. You'll actually see stuff. You go, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed it. And if you and if you, have, if you don't have either Achievable, STC, Kaplan, or Notman, get those books. Okay. If you have something like AD Banker, Exam FX, you, it's doable, but it's an uphill battle. Okay. But again, it, um, and if you're really had trouble learning, you'll get the achievable. I have a link on it down here. It's fucking awesome. Ricky, that's awesome. Okay. Okay. Let me try to work on that one. Okay. 100%. Exactly, George Arcasey. Perfect. Okay. Okay. For the Series 3, STC is by far the best. So here's the thing. So... The only thing that Kaplan is be is better at is probably the 63 and the so the six the six seven 63 65 66 STC Kaplan achievable they're all equal right for the anything other than that like the S like series three 24 stuff like that STC is way better all the principal exam STC is better Kaplan goes to in the weeds for this stuff and and this as questions look more like that so keep that in mind okay so I'm gonna do more series three stuff I promise okay. Eswardo. Yeah, get another vendor. Go here's the thing, Eswardo. Go try mine on my YouTube channel. Okay. Try those out. Okay. Try those out and see what and see how you do. Okay. See how uh, if you do well on those, you're fine. Go or go if you have a week away. I mean, go buy go buy the Cap and Q Bank and see how doing those. You'll do better on those. That's the best way. And then and keep reading. Okay. Yep, that one. I agree. Achievable is fucking awesome. Okay. Yes. If you're taking the seven, yes. I have I have a 90-minute math video. Yes. So you have to do a taxable yield. So remember something. If you get a muni, remember this. You multiply the corporate, you divide the muni, right? Multiply the corporate or divide the muni. If they give you a corporate bond and they ask for the tax-free yield, you do the corporate yield times 100 minus the tax bracket. Now, somebody got a, a theory question where they said the reciprocal. Remember that. It's the reciprocal. It's the opposite. So you're going to do, say you have a 9% bond at, and you're in the 20% bracket. You're going to take 9% multiplied times 100 minus 20. That's 80%. 9 times 80% is 7.2. That's the tax-free yield. Don't do it in your head calculator. Now, if they give you the muni and they want the taxable yield, it's the same thing, but you divide. You take the 9. Thank you, imagine. 9 divided by 72%. It's going to be 9 divided by the 72%, right? 9 divided by whatever the 100 minus the tax bracket is. So you multiply the corporate or you divide the muni. Don't do both. Don't do both because of crisscross. Crisscross applesauce. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. So I, hopefully I, won't, I hope I don't get anyone crazy, okay? Hope you have earbuds in because I don't want people to hear me cursing a lot in the hospital. Okay. So Lisa, I'm so sorry. I hope I, I'm I'm hoping you're okay. I, I listen. I'm just trying to make you laugh a little bit. Um, 
focus on family. Family comes first. No one has ever, no family member has ever been like, oh, thank God you took the fucking test. Okay? Seriously. You got to make sure you take care of your family. Look, I lost my dad when I was 12. I wish I can get him back. Even though he's kind of a bastard Irish drunk to me, I, I, I miss him. I wish I would get him back. So stay with family. So that's important. I know you're doing that, which is awesome. Okay. Okay. Taking my 63 on Friday. I'm trying to catch up, right? I'm only 10 minutes behind. Okay. Yeah, I would do QBank more than I, Sally. Sally, I would do more than um, I would do more on Cube on Kaplan than as uh, past reference. Past reference fine for the 63. They can't fuck you up with the math, but I think Kaplan's a little bit better, and the explanations are better. I don't. I have to. I re, I will. I have to really figure that out. I I gotta think. I if CF. I really don't know. Here's the thing. You know what the best way to do? If you go go to the. Here's the thing. I'm gonna put a link on the bottom. Okay, hold on. Let me find it. So Aguilar, this link right here, FinProCoalition.com. Okay, go to them. Okay, Aguilar, go to that. Go to that website and hit the contact. Ask them that you're doing regular crowdfunding. You don't know what license. They'll probably send you back to me. But say, you know what? Forget it. Here's the easy way to do it. I'm going to try to call Finner tomorrow and ask. But you can do the same thing. The Finner people are super nice. Tomorrow morning, you call Finra. Ask them, I want to do crowdfunding. Can you we figure out what test I need to take? And they'll help you out. I really think it's probably the 7 because it is a security. But it easily could be the 79. I don't know. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to figure this out for you, okay? So I'll know. Come back on Thursday, and we'll do it. But I, I train on those licenses, but I don't train on regular CF because that's just you. You're gonna learn from your firm. You learn from your firm, okay? Yeah, suitability is important, but it's always customer counts, baby. Customer counts. Yeah, Jeff, I'll work on that, okay? Boom. We're gonna get this, Ricky. We're gonna rock through this, baby. Okay? We're gonna rock through this, okay? So now we talked about that, right? Reread the book, okay? But Ricky, okay, Ricky, first of all, don't think I'm going to fail yet. You're going to think first. So everyone who's going to take the test, the best thing is watch my, watch the 10 minutes before the 8.30 when I run those other videos. I have, I talk about um, what to do in the next week or two, and then I have a whole three-minute video, a whole three-minute video on what to do, to, to how to study for the exam. And this is what happens. Read the book. Read the fucking book. Read the book, read the book, read the book. That's all I say. Then do chapter quizzes. Anything under 70, reread the chapter. Then when you're done with those, start taking finals. Pass the fucking exam. But you got to make sure you understand everything. Don't just memorize. Don't take a lot of notes. I mean, I don't take notes because I'm lazy. But I was thinking it works. Okay. Parker! Boom. Which exam? I just, it helps that we know exam. But I'm so fucking happy for you. Okay, let me get back to this. I love my videos too, Ricky. They're awesome. Okay. So, Abdul, Abdullahi, I think we got an idea. We, all right? I'm going to call you Ab, right? Okay, boom. 63. So you might be done, Parker. Does that mean you're done with everything? Again, Ricky, no fucking, we don't think fail. We don't think that way. We think we're going to, we are no weak ass bitches on here, Ricky. It is absolutely going forward like a goddamn savage. 
We're going to beat this fucking thing, right? No weak-ass bitches. You're, boom, we're going to nail this thing like savage. You, you attack this thing like it's your bitch. And then you be a badass bitch, okay? And I'm sorry, Lisa, if this is blasting through the hospital. But these nurses could use a little. Get them fucking off their asses and up out your uncle. Okay. Yeah, you want to be mid-70s, Angelique. You want to be mid-70s. And the last thing, go find my, got to find my playlist. That's the thing. The 66 is not so much. But here's the thing. You got to do the regs, right? We know the regs are a big part. But here's the other one. You got to make sure, got to make sure you're good with the investment vehicles. People get... I think people think, oh, I got the seven, and then they kind of just slide on the investment vehicle stuff, okay? They kind of let that slide, so don't let that happen. We got to get that down, okay? You got to get the investment vehicles down, because that's where most people get hurt, okay? Now, okay, hold on. I'll get to you, Johnny, but okay. Okay, by far, the STC, yes, is this the last one you can tell sponsor? Yes, Sunflower. Um, it is absolutely... Um, STC is by far the best. I just did a, I just did a, I mean, literally up until eight o'clock, I was teaching this to three to like two or three people. Okay. The three I have, there's a couple hedge funds that I work with that they hire me all the time to do the three because I guess I do a good job, but the, I, I don't have, I still don't have knock on wood anyone that's failed that. Okay. Slobs over bliss. I have a video on it, which I'm going to plug in. Well, you can find it. Just type it in. Um, just make sure you type in. Slobs over bliss, capital advantage tutoring, because you want the one that keeps you awake. Now, um, slobs over bliss, okay? Because there's like nine fucking YouTube videos on slobs over bliss, okay? Now, if I'm long stock, I can only do selling options. So I'm either going to do a sell limit above or a sell stop below. A sell limit above or a sell stop below, okay? A sell limit above. So I'm taking a profit or a sell stop below it to take a profit. Okay. Brandon, that's awesome. I got to jump down. See, Johnny, you get this. I get distracted. That's why I love these things because they're feeds right into my fucking ADD. Boom. I'll get. Where are we? Okay. So if I'm, remember, I have a video on that. So if I'm long stock, okay, if I'm long stock, I would do a sell stop to protect or a sell limit to take a profit above. If I'm short stock, okay, if I'm short stock, okay, if I'm short stock, I would buy a call, I mean, buy a call, I would, I would do a buy stop to protect above or do a buy limit below to take a profit. Again, find my video on it to help. Please remember, stops protect. So if you see the word long stock and they want to protect, it's sell stop. If you say they, if you're short stock and they want to protect, it's a buy stop. If you see long stock and they want to sell it at a price, that's a sell limit. If you see long short stock and they want to buy it at a price below, it's buy limit. Find my video on it. It'll help a lot. Okay. Let me do this. Stephanie, I'm so happy for you. She's probably gone already. Boom. Boom, 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 Ricky. I appreciate it. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. So, the, so understand something. So Ricky Jarbach. Okay. So now. Jarbach. Jar or Jarbach. Okay. So now. If a stock's trading in a range, right? Okay. Let me see. Let's see why I have my thing open. Let's see. Tell me if you guys can still hear me. I hope you can. Because sometimes when I do other things, it kind of. Blocks out. 
Okay. So let's say 60, 55, 50. Hope you all can see this, okay? Should be showing. Does it show up? Is it not showing? Oh, there it is. Okay. Am I that delayed? Okay. Well, no, it's not showing up. I'm sure that's weird. Hold on. Try this again. Can you see the numbers I typed? It shows over here. Let me know if you can see the numbers. Hmm. That's weird. Sometimes acts all weird. Okay. One, two, three, four. What do you mean? It's always a new YouTube live. I've been doing this for four years. Okay. Um, Grant, that's awesome. I'm going to have to do it by verbal because I don't know why it's not showing up on here. Okay. I don't know why, but okay. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Okay. Uh, then good for headphones. Okay. So let me talk about this again. So, so let's say we have stock. Say we have a stock and it's trading from 50 to 60 to 50 to 60 and it's just going there. Okay. Let me get to um so this is technical analysis right so if we have um stocks trading at 50 and then it goes up to 60 then down to 50 again up to 60 again so it's kind of in a range so resistance is the top line that gets holding it down right so like if stock hits that number it keeps bouncing down so think of like support like a support bra it's holding things up right okay so now or support shoes or whatever you want to call them you don't want to be dirty um, so it's going to trade down to 50 and go up. That's a support level. And it's probably going to bounce up. And if it goes up toward the 60, where it's resistance, it's going to go down. Now we don't set those numbers. We just watch them happen and we find the pattern. Okay. So we see it trades like 50 to 60 to 50 to 60. That's creating a support and a resistance line. That's kind of where we are. That is, um, what happens and here's the thing so usually when it gets near resistance it's overbought it's going to come down but if it goes through it's called the breakout and we think it's going to go higher same thing on the downside i have a by the way i have a video ricky called resistance is futile fundamental versus technical it's it's it shows us all better than my fucking videos can do so now um and then if it hits support it'll usually bounce up but if it's oversold if it goes through then it's going to keep going down that's all technical so if you see charts Especially in the SIE, don't worry about it. Oh, the six, don't worry about it too much. It's um, it's charts, trends, patterns, resistance, support, overbought, oversold are all technical. If you see things like for the fundamental, like if you see the PE, so now somebody else asked a question. PE ratio. PE ratio. I can't fucking talk. PE ratio, earnings per share, dividend payout ratio. All those things are um, dividend payout ratio, earnings per share, PE ratio, okay, um, are all 
parts of fundamental. Those are the formulas you need to know for fundamental. P ratio is price over earnings. Earnings per share is earnings divided by shares, which is you know, that's pretty easy if you figure that out, right? I mean, that and, and dividend pay ratio is how we um how we forget how much we pay in dividends. Okay, ended after 15 minutes. That's fine. Okay. There we go. Back to this, back to this. Okay. Six point. Okay, I just started reading the book Monday. I'm go, I'm, I promise I'm going to get to all your questions. I'm about 15 minutes behind, so kids, keep that in mind. Um, I just started reading the book on Monday. Okay, I'm going through Kaplan. I'm struggling more with these chapter units more than the 6 and 63. Oh, and I made it 40 pages. And, yeah, are you taking notes, six point? Just read the book. Kaplan's a tough read, too. Don't you, If you're getting through two chapters in 40 days, just read it. Don't worry about understanding it yet. You'll come back for it. Don't take a lot of notes either. That could be the problem. You're taking a lot of problems. Yeah, Ashley, tell them, baby. Exactly. People miss, okay? Boom. Okay. Why do people love to call me at 830? And by the way, guys, I'm going to give you a warning, okay? Here's my fucking biggest pet peeve in the world. If I let people text me, if you're going to text me, don't fucking send me 30 goddamn motherfucking texts in a row. One long text... And I will love you. If you send me nine fucking texts in a row, I will absolutely fucking despise you and probably give you the wrong answer at the same time just because I'm so fucking pissed. Anyway, on that note, okay, now. Um, okay, now. Different, so risk is principle. By the way, Ricky, I appreciate it. I will get your questions even if you don't pay me. I love that. I'll take your fucking money every damn time. But you don't have to. I will promise I'll get to all of them. I, I, I will get to all of them. Where we go. So now. Risk is principle. So risk is principle is basically you're taking a principal position for like a second. It's almost like an agency trade. I give you an order to buy stock at 40. You take it, buy the stock at 40, and then you sell to Well, I give you an order to buy stock. You buy it at 40 and sell to me at 41. And with a $1 markup, you disclose to me what the markup is. I know that you charge me a, a dollar markup. I know that, okay? Now, net basis is similar. I give you the order. You buy it at 40 and you just say, hey, I sold the stock at 41. You don't disclose. You don't disclose it, okay? You do not disclose the, what do you call it? The um, the markup or markdown because it is like a profit. And the thing is, so here's the big one, okay? Uh, that's funny, Ricky. I appreciate it. That's very funny. So if um, I'm like a prostitute, $2 here, $2 there, I love it. Okay, so now if I if you don't you don't disclose it, but here's the thing to do a net basis trade. If it's a retail customer, you need written permission every time you do it. Before you do it, if it's an institution, you can get what they call a negative consent letter done right up in the beginning, and go from there. Okay, that makes sense. So risk is principal and net basis are almost the same thing, except for net basis you need permission and you don't disclose the markup markdown. So it's right for a fraud. Okay, let's see. Okay, again, so I try to do this right. So PE ratio. Earnings per share and dividend payout ratio. Those are the main three. Maybe current ratio too, which is current assets over current liabilities. Okay. Um, it's different, Johnny. It's just different. This it's harder than the 63, but it's just different than the 66, depending on what you do. Depending on what you do, okay? Um, is big. Depending on what you do and how you like it, the 66 could be harder or easier. Like some people like the regs, so the 66 is easier. Some people like the more the other shit and they go, they like the seven better. Okay. 
Hey, Ken, any guidance on topics to members' attention on the 66? Okay. Um, yes. So you have to do everything. But remember, half the damn test is regs, right? State rules, regulations. That's all my 63 stuff, right? Anything on my playlist that has 63 on it is the regs portion of the 66. Now, the other part is where everyone gets, Cam, I appreciate it. The part, the one part that everyone gets hurt on because they float on it because they think it's easy because they did the seven is investment vehicle characteristics. I'm telling you, do not sleep on that. That's going to kill everyone, okay? Absolutely going to fucking kill everyone, okay? Lisa, I get it. It sucks, right? So I'm glad you had an uncle that you hung out with. I love that. My, I had an uncle that was sort of the same way. He just he just died like maybe a month ago. But um, I hadn't talked to him in 20 years because he got in a fight with my mom. And then it was like a bad fucking fight with my mom. And he's like kind of ripped off my mother, my grandmother, my nanny, they call her. So I was like, I can't do it. So, but good thing you have a good mentor. That is Lisa. That is so important. I'm so glad you're there. Okay. Okay. Jeff. Okay. Okay. Alex, you're next too. Okay. So now Cam, I appreciate it. Now life. Oh, FIFO. So now understand some. So understand the whole thing of taxes is cost basis versus proceeds, right? So if you do, if you buy stock at 20 and 30 and 40 and 50, and then you sell some of it at 70, well, if you do FIFO, right, if you do FIFO, what's going to happen is they're going to use the earliest one, right, which is that stock you bought at 20 and you sold at 70. You don't have to pay taxes on 50 bucks, which kind of sucks. So you'd rather do, you don't really can't do LIFO. You just do select to share, your share selection. So you would, if you bought stock at 20, 30, 40, 50 and sold it at 70, you would choose the 50. So then you only pay taxes on 20 bucks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you look at time horizon, maybe long term is better. But either way, you want to buy the you want to buy, you want to use the shares that you bought for the most part that you bought last. So that's a lower lower taxes because the cost basis is 50, your proceeds are 70. The difference is your tax. Now, on retirement accounts, the light they they make you do LIFO. Non-qualified accounts, they do make you do LIFO. Because here, you put 20 grand in, it grows to 100. You put 20 grand in, it grows to 100. Okay, so now the problem is you put the 20 grand in, it grows to 100. The 20 is taxed, the 80 is growth. So you go, oh, when I take my money out, I'll just take out the 20 that I pay taxes on already. Uh-uh. The IRS goes, no, you have to do LIFO, which means you're taking the growth out first, which means the money that's taxable is coming out first. And then the last bit is your is your cost basis. Okay, hope that helps. Now. If I leverage my position in a stock, when it can be called? Okay, do you mean like margin? Um, here's what's going to happen. So if you leverage it by using margin, right? For the most part, as long as you can keep paying, it's okay. And as long as your equity is above 25%. Now, now remember, uh, schools, broker-dealers can set their own margin requirements, right? They can do in-house rules, okay? So... um. If you do, so if you put it, if you buy like $50,000 worth of stock, you deposit 25, you're leveraging. If the equity falls to like, if the market value falls to like 30 grand, you're going to have to come up with more money or they're going to start dumping your shares. But usually as long as you're above 30, 25 or 30% equity, they're not going to call it from you. Because as long as you can pay the interest, because you're using leverage, they're, they're happy to fucking pay it, to keep it open. They're not going to call it from you. Oh, to be, okay. So now on that note, for the most part, they're not going to do it because you're buying on margin and you're borrowing shares. But you're bar so 
You're not borrowing shares, you're borrowing cash. So as long as, I was thinking it's short, as long as you can pay the interest every month or whatever they charge you, you're good to go. They're not going to call it from you. Now, shorting stock, if you short stock, they can call it anytime they want and make you buy the shares back, okay? So that's the deal. So on margin, the only time they're going to call it back, make you sell it, make you sell the shares, right? Is if one, if you can't pay it, and two, if the, if the equity falls below a certain percentage. And according to FINRA, it's 25 for the long, 30 for the short. But remember, firms can do higher rules. Okay. Okay. Sarah, I'm going to get did I? I'm going to get to you, I promise. Okay. Brendan, again, I appreciate it. Boom. I'm so happy for you. Okay. Okay. No, you, remember, you don't have to. Leverage is bar, like leverage is like when you buy a house, right? So if you buy a $200,000 house, you do not need the whole 200 grand. You're going to deposit like 20 grand, okay? Okay. You don't know. You don't. You're going to. um. What's, what's the best way to do it? Okay. Diego, how are you? So you're going to put down 20 grand and borrow the rest. That's. Leverage. Okay, same thing with stock. You want to buy twenty thousand in stock, but instead of putting down twenty, you put down ten. You borrow the rest. They can't. As long as you have the money and your equity is high, there's nothing they can do. As long as you're, as long as you have enough money to pay the interest and all that, and they have it, and as long as that using that interest doesn't put you below your minimum maintenance, you're good to go. Okay, hope that helps. That's all you're doing. You just because think about why you're doing this, right? So if I buy ten, if I have ten grand, I could buy ten thousand in stock. And if it doubles in value, I make 10 grand, right? Okay. Now, if I have 10,000 in stock and I buy and use margin to buy 20,000 in stock, if it doubles in value, I make 20 grand on the same 10. So really, I make 200% on your money, right? Versus making 100% of money. Both are good. But the problem with that leverage is what happens is as um, it, you, you can make money faster going up, but you can also lose money faster. Because remember, the losses come out of your end not what you borrowed. What you borrowed is always going to be there. So if you buy 10,000 in stock and deposit 10 and you lose money, all of the losses come out of your equity, not the debit balance. So no matter what happens, you still owe that money back. So you may double your chances to make money, uh, uh, leverage, but you're also double increasing your, your risk on the downside. Okay. Um, anything 70 or higher, you're good to go. Okay. Anything 70 or higher. And one, two, U, three, four, I have been doing this every Tuesday and Thursday since 2019. Okay. Okay. Shelf registration. Boom. Shelf registration and 144. Okay. Boom. Double questions, George. You're killing me. Okay. So now. Now. Here's the deal. Let me go back to this one. A shelf registration is literally for big Wixy, big ass companies. They can file what they call an S3. Registration S3. SAM3. It allows them to not, they don't have to, usually you have to put the shares up pretty quickly. On a shelf, you can actually get the registration and sit on it for up to three years. And then you can lay it out over the three years. You can do it a lump sum in two and a half years. You can do whatever you want. You have a lot of leeway for the next three years to do it. And if you're really a Wixie, a well-known season issuer, you file the registration statement, you're immediately effective. The other ones, the smaller companies like Seasoned, it's going to be a one-day review. But either way, you get up to two or three years to sell the share. So the reason they call it a shelf is you get what happens is you get it, you get the approved, and then you put it on the shelf to offer it when you want. Fair enough. Now, 144, there's two of them. Rule 144 for control people is you can sell for control people. This is control people of any any security. If you're a partner, I call them the pods. Partners, officers, directors, and super shareholders, 10% or more. Okay? 
partners, officers, directors, and 10% shareholders. They have to file under, they have to file every time they sell. And they can sell, they use a 144 as their number. They can sell the greater of 1% of the outstanding or the four weeks trading volume, whichever is higher, every four weeks or four times a year, which is every 90 days. So 144, they can sell the greater of 1% of the outstanding, four weeks trading volume, four times a year, which is every 90 days. That's control people. Totally on the other side, not connected with this at all. There's no holding period for the control people. For 144 is also for, if you buy a, a private placement regulation D, you have to hold the shares fully paid for six months. After that, you can sell whatever you want. But since you brought that up, there's a way around it. You have to hold the shares fully paid for six months, cannot sell them. Unless you sell under 144A for Apple. 144A allows quibs, qualified institutional buyers, to buy the shares during the restricted period. So again, 144A allows quibs to buy restricted shares, not the control people stuff, the restricted shares during the control period, the holding period. Okay, good, Ricky. I love it. Okay, boom. So that I got really, I can't, I, I can't do all that. Okay, yeah, go find so that I go find. If you have my options videos, they'll absolutely help. I promise. Okay, yeah. So I, that's true. Okay, um, but I have two videos. I have a slobs over bliss video. Okay, and then the straddles and spreads. I mean, it's not the problem is it's now later, but I have videos on them. I try not to do options on here. Because I have a paid one, and I'm a greedy bastard. Pay the twenty bucks. Pay the twenty bucks, and you'll be so happy. I, and you pay the twenty bucks, do the options math thing, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe how fucking easy options are." Okay, okay. Now, okay. Let me get okay. So when I think of fun, I think a fundamental right is fun. You can do that. I think no fun. Okay. I think they're no fun because you're looking at the balance sheets. Technically, I think trading. Technically, I was thinking of as trading. Ricky, thank you. Ricky, thank you. Okay. Sarah. Um, you got a lot of time. Okay. You read through the Kaplan, scored mid-80s on them. Okay. So here's the thing. If you Right. So as George said, don't spam questions. Don't do as many questions as you can. Do some. Okay. Do questions. Okay. But you got to make sure you review them. Make sure you go over investment risk, like the interest rate risk, all that stuff, and go over what the register up can and cannot do, okay? I have videos on that. I have a I have an SAE crash course playlist, about nine, eight or nine videos. But I would go back, if you want to see where you are, go to the practice finals playlist in my channel. And there's the first four videos are, are um, SAE ones. Take those and see how you do, okay? Because Kaplan stuff, and you got a 68 in the Finder Hackers exam. How many were like how many did you make like, stupid mistakes and misreading? Because it's a couple questions in there. They're a little tricky. Kim, I appreciate it. Okay. Boom. Yes. Investment vehicle characteristics, rules, and regs. That's the main one. Those are the big ones. Regs, investment field characteristics and regulations, like when you should register, the administration. And, oh, here's the other thing. Every to everyone, listen to me. If you're doing the NASA exam, 63, 65, 66, Ethics and dishonest practices, what are prohibited practices is big. Equity, ethics, and prohibited practices is heavily tested. Make sure you do that. Okay. Boom. That's what my favorite thing is that everyone out here talks to each other. I fucking love that. Okay. Diego, you're on so late. I might be getting off soon. Okay. Okay. Again. 
tip, I have the find Tyler and Sixer. Before you take the exam, you have to find my what I call the 6566 playlist. Now, everyone thinks it's you want to make sure that you at least watch the two quick and dirty videos, the 63 one and the 66, 65, 66 one. Okay. Okay. Um, and again, I would say make sure you get the other thing is on the 65, they do a lot more business and economics. So make sure you're good on that. Not heavy. My SIE video pretty much covers what you need. But here's the thing, especially on the 65, 66, take your time, read every goddamn word. The problem is if you do not read every word, you're going to get screwed because there's always like, here's what happens a lot on the 66. You get a question and there's two answers that look the same, similar. The first one, the first part is fucking awesome right on. The second half of the question makes it wrong. Like one of the questions I, I, I have seen was which one of these is exempt or something like that? And it said, New York Stock Exchange ex ex securities are exempt, which sounds awesome. That's true. Because they're approved by the SEC. That part makes it wrong. So understand, make sure you read every damn word. So like I said, stock exchange stocks are exempt, but it's the second part that says because they're approved makes it wrong. If any part of an answer is wrong, the whole thing's wrong. So that's what we got to look for. And the other thing is, if you're down to two questions, it happens more on the 60 exams. Two questions, two answers look exactly the same. Go read them backwards until you find what's different. Okay, you can read forward, but remember, you're smart. Your brain's filling in gaps. So if you read it backwards, it may not fill in the gap, and you may catch the mistake. That's all I tell everyone. Now, like if you're truly down to two answers and you can't tell which is different, read them backwards, and you'll find the mistake. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Joshua, 100%. Try to, that's the thing, Sarah. Try to, yeah, I'm telling you right now, the SIE, if you know your stuff, it's a very easy test. If you know your stuff, it's an easy test. If you are trying to memorize stuff, it's going to be a lot harder. And the other thing is, remember something. If you try to understand it, you're setting yourself up much better for the six or seven later, okay? I'm telling you right now, that's the big thing. And back to this. Get the investment vehicle characteristics and the business stuff down. But you got to know the ethics for sure. Okay. Okay. That's a, George, that's a massive question. I don't even, read the chapter. That's the most important thing. Read the chapter. Nothing else I can say on that one. Okay. Because offerings are big, right? So they're, they're exempt or not. If they're exempt, you don't have to follow the rules. If they're not exempt, here's the big thing. One thing I'm going to tell you. If it's not exempt, there's going to be a 20-day review for most of them, right? And they have to give, and you have to give a prospectus. You can do the preliminary ahead of time. I have to have videos on offerings. Go find them. They're going to help you a lot. More than I'm going to do in, in like a 30-second thing. Because I'm over time now, baby. I always catch up right around 9.30. Okay. Yeah, so I look, if you're fine, if you're in the 70s, look, the 6 is not... It's not as hard as a seven. I, some people think it's easier in the essay. I think it depends on what, you know, which version you get. But um, I think that, by the way, George, remember back to this, exempt, remember, exempt doesn't have to follow the rules. Non-exempt does. Non-exempt means corporate. Um, I think you're in good shape right there. So if you're taking the SIE, just make sure you're getting 70s on your shit. And if you're using 80 banker exam effects, maybe get another banker. Um and I do think that if you're getting 72s or higher on, on either Capital STC Achievable, on this SA or, set, or the S6, you're going to be fine. Hold on to me. 
See the Chris that okay. Well, did I jump past? Hold on. How are those things showing up and these not? I'm seeing questions. Okay. Like these ones didn't show up. Ricky, your question. Oh, hold on. Maybe why? Hold on. Hold on. Maybe now they show up. Hold on. Okay. I think they were back. Okay. So it's weird. Cra okay. Difference between 65 and 66. Okay. The 65, they're very, very, like 80%, 85% overlap. Okay. Okay. You will need some. So go here, Michael. Go. I'm going back. Michael, go back and watch my videos. Go watch the first eight videos from the SIE. That'll help you with the product stuff. Okay. So now, Chris, the biggest difference between 65 and 66 is the fact that there's less regs, there's more business and economics. Other than that, they're very similar. Okay. That's the thing. But the only thing is the 65 is longer. And here's the thing if you took the seven, I swear to God, I know that people don't like my saying that. Because the firms want to do the 66 because it's cheaper. But there's so much overlap with the 7 and the 65. It's um, it's so crazy how close it is to the 7. Like everyone I talked to was like, I wish I wish I had um, done that before. Okay. Okay, now. Let's see. Um. Yeah, I would say, Michael, I would say go watch the, um, go watch that again. You know what I'm saying? Go watch the, um, go watch my SAE stuff again earlier. It'll help. Okay. So, Rick, somebody else asked a question and it kind of disappeared. Let me see if I can make it bigger if it shows up. Nope. Doesn't help. Because it got deleted from here. So, okay. Here, Vilecki, okay. What's the difference between dividend rate and annual income is kind of the same thing, right? So for remember, so for bonds, the dividend rate is what it pays in dividends. So that so that would be your annual income. I guess are they trying to say the dividend rate is a current yield? So the dividend rate is what they pay. I don't see how it's different. I do not see how it's different. Yes, exactly, Lisa. You're nailing it. That's the way to do it. I don't see there's a difference between the two. Okay. Um does the 65 exam ask a lot of questions regarding parity pricing conversion ratio? Maybe one or two, not a lot, okay? Not a lot of, remember, you do you real very rarely have to do the math. It's about theory, like when you would use it, stuff like that. It's much, I mean, you may get a couple questions on math. The 65, you might get two or three. 66, you get one, two max. Um, most of it's going to be when you use the formula, not doing it, okay? I'm just That's what I'm thinking, okay. Boom. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, can't. God. Okay. It can't pick out. Okay. I know it's so hard to do. And that's a thing. And that sometimes, yeah, but you're ready. Lisa, you're ready this time. Usually you all your past. You're much, you're much stronger than you were now. You're, you are, um, You might see one or two. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You absolutely, Nico. 
on the 66, you'll see a few. 65, you'll see more just because there's more questions. You will see it. But not again, not like the vendors do. The vendors, the minimum rule for the 65, 66, 63 is the fact that the IA, if they have no office and they have five or less clients, they don't have to register. If they have more than five clients and they have to register or if they're federal, they have to notice. Nico, it's not much harder than that. I'm telling you right now, the vendors love to throw tricks at you to do it. It's going to be much more straightforward. Like a question like if a federal covered advisor has a place of business in the state and only four, you know, four retail clients, does it have to, what does it have to do? Okay. And it's like, um, and it is like, what's the best way to do it? And, and the four choices would be like, yes, they have to register. No, they don't. And the answer is yes, they have to notice file. Why do they have to notice file? Because they're federal. Because federal, you're never state or you're never state and federal. It's either federal or state on the IA side. Okay. Now, good. Don't worry. You're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. I, in a way, no. They're not active right now. I, my broker deal I shut down last December, twenty two, twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Because I was making. They were making less money, and I was making more money teaching, and we both said, you know what, let's just shut it down. Part of it was because in December, we're like, should we do it? And then the SEC walked in and said, hey, we're doing a, um, we're doing an audit. And I was like, that's going to be six months of fucking having them. Fuck, we shut down. I called them up and said, we're shutting down. Yeah, I, I, yeah, all of them, yes. For the 66, you got to know that shit, yes. It, more so than the securities registration, Nico. Okay. Yeah, so Joshua, my licenses haven't expired yet, but I have um, up until December. I, I up I have until following December, and then I'll do the MQP program, and I'll do a video on how I'm doing it. So I'm like, I guess I'm like one of the only tutors that still have licenses, right? So I have the three, the four, the seven. I didn't need the six. I have the nine, ten. I have the fourteen, which is great. I have the twenty-five, which nobody's ever taken. That's the stock exchange trader. Um, I have the twenty-four. I have the 57, I have the 99, and I have the 63 and 66. So I should probably sponsor myself to take the 65. Well, they won't let me because I have the 66 already. Okay. Um, Just keep taking tests, baby. Keep taking tests and going over stuff and writing stuff down and coming on a Friday and getting some answered questions answered. Yeah, Nico. Yes, I mean, that for the regs portion, yes. Um, you got to do all of them. Look, the broker-dealer stuff is not that hard. So they'll probably ask more questions on the IA, IAR side and the broker-dealer side because the broker-dealer is pretty straightforward, right? So the IA stuff is more challenging. Okay, I think everyone's starting to fall asleep here because I'm starting to lose some people. Um, I love it. That's it's, I'm, There we go. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for coming on here. I love it. Um, I think we're going to head out of here. We, the royal we. So thank you for coming on. And I will see you in, in two. Now remember, so one of you has a job to do. And you have to give me an update. So um, I think I'm going to see you all in. Okay. Nope. Joshua, it's all your licenses. Okay. For every license, you have to take one. But you have a whole fucking year to do it. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Ricky. Um, yeah, Joshua, you have to do C for every single license. Thursday, 47 hours, baby. 47 hours from now. So here we go. First of all, see you Thursday. Hey. Hey.
Muy bien.